but I'm really excited to take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Pam Benjamin. <laughs> now, Pam, every week we are broadcasting on mutinyradio.fm, and we always start the show by, like, plugging where people can donate and stuff. But recently you had a fundraiser. Yeah. This anonymous donor, like, capped it off. About this, how much are we talking here, and how anonymous is this guy really? Yeah, so it was amazing. Um, we have a 501c3 umbrella, meaning that there's this group called Media Alliance that helps us out with their 50c3 number because we're like a community resource, but I don't know how to be a 501c3 anyway. So they made this mighty cause for us, which is amazing, and it means that people could give us money, it's tax deductible for them. And then a lot of times their companies match funds. Uh -huh. So we actually made more than $10,000. We made like $13,000 because places like Google and other big companies will match. And there was a semi, I mean, he likes to be anonymous, but uh -huh. he is uh, an incredibly generous uh, comedian who also happens to be a really talented computer programmer and mm -hmm. makes money and is just so sweet and is incredibly helpful to the station. And we were like a thousand two hundred away from the goal and he capped it off. And I was like, yeah, I'll tell you, I call his nickname is Iceman Zero. Uh, <laughs> and he's really funny and really wonderful and incredibly supportive. Um, so that was amazing. That made the rest of our year at Mutiny Radio super a lot easier. Because um, I want to use, ad I want to have advertising funds for this year's festival because it's going to be so amazing. And the most exciting news is that the city contacted me and they want to be on board and they want to help out with some outdoor stuff during the week. And that would be incredible because then we'd have city sponsorship, which would mean that I could have ads on the Muni buses. And <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a dream come true. So there's, and venues that are involved this year in the comedy festival. And I'm just excited to try to take, you know, Mutiny Radio to the next level. So people know, a lot of people know who we are in San Francisco. And I want everyone in San Francisco to know that we've got five open mics a week and I produce a ton of showcases and we've got the festival. This is my seventh festival. I can't yeah. believe that it's, that I'm doing this again. Uh, <laughs> But it does get easier every year. And um, this year we're going to have a comedy crawl because five of my venues are in walking distance from one another. So on the okay. Saturday and Sunday, we're going to have a comedy crawl. And um, Alameda Comedy Club is involved now, which is amazing. So the headlining show is going to be in a real club. And um, I'm just, I'm so excited. And then the rest of my regular venues, OMG and, and the Bar on Dolores and, um, Atlas Cafe, like I have a really a lot of really unique places where they let me do comedy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm things couldn't be better. It's coming right up. It, it, it's about three or four months away in October. It's what did you tell me? October 9th through the fifteenth is the comedy festival. Yeah. Now comedians come from all around the country for this. I have been one uh, two times. So how do people um, register? How do people find, find, you know, do they go to mutinyradio.fm to get involved? Yeah, I mean, I should, 
I should put it on there. Um, you know, I'm an old woman, so I use a lot of Facebook, <laughs> which is annoying. But we also have an Instagram, Mutiny Radio SF is our Instagram. And please, please follow us. I, I'm old. I don't understand Instagram. I don't know how right. to get people to follow me. I'm like, just you're supposed to do it, right? And then I put content on there. And um, But it's uh, the submissions are open. I've kind of been pushing it through Facebook right now, but they're open until July 31st. And it's $30 for people who've never applied for their first time. And it's $20 if you've been in the past. And I mean, if you're a mute, you're free, Carl, because you're a mute, oh, you're part wow. of staff, you know? Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government. And it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot, from time to time, I do a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag dabbit? Called. It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> I was just leaving the theater. 
1969 gold Cadillac with the white material and I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. around in it on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising that Cadillac on the freeway. Good feeling, I'll tell you. And I see Lori Stern, Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah, I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Has John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff? Talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. 
Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year, enough for 93.000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org/volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org/volunteer to find out how you can help.
Hello, poppies. You are listening to Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Bear, and I'm back. Yes. From Ireland. I can testify that, uh, that you are back. That I am actually here. Yes. Back from Ireland. Well, what a great time. And um, just a little anecdote. The Irish consider you two to be a bunch of wankers and blowhards. <laughs> As I expected, the same goes for Van Morrison. Ah, yes, but anyway, it is Pride Month here in San Francisco. That's a big old fucking deal. And a big part of the whole queer culture is the dance music scene. So, this month, I will be traveling through some of my favorite dance tracks throughout the last uh, century, starting with the rock and roll era and the 60s. And one of my favorite cuts of all time, from that period, from one of my favorite cats ever, is Dwayne Eddy. And here he is, although I forget who plays sax on this, but it's fucking phenomenal. But here he is with the great Rebel Rouser.
Maybe I worked all day and my feet feel just like lead. You got my shirt tail flying all over the place and the sweat popping out of my head. She said, hey, Bossa Nova, baby, keep on working for the same no time to quit. She said, go, Bossa Nova, baby, keep on dancing. I'm about to have myself a fit. Bossa Nova, Bossa Nova. Hey, little mama, let's sit down and have a drink and dig the van. She said, drink, 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 oh, fiddle dink, I can dance with a drink in my hand. She said, hey, Bossa Nova, baby, keep on working, for this ain't no time to drink. She said, go, Bossa Nova, baby, keep on dancing, cause I ain't got time to think. Bossa Nova, Bossa Nova.
You are listening to Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity. I'm your host, Bear. Welcome to the show. Oh, and as I said at the top, I was on vacation, but it is good to be back. If I can give you just a little bit of TMI. Um, going through a bit of a thing, personally, uh, emotion-wise, and a bit of what you would lightly call a funk. Um, but music has in the past and has always saved my life so it's really good to be back in the studio here playing stuff for you and it is pride weekend as i said and each week i'll be focusing on a different era of music playing some of my favorite songs to dance to from that era and this time out we're doing a little old school rock and roll and 60s era 60s uh vietnam era stuff and uh at the top of that set Dwayne eddie rebel rouser uh one of my favorites and um brian setzer is my favorite guitarist of all time but Dwayne eddie is probably well he's the precursor so i he may be second i don't know i don't really keep a tab on that but rebel rouser's freaking great and i wish i could remember the saxophonist's name because he's killing it on that track the second track that set was Black Cadillac by Joyce Green. Um, I don't know much about Joyce Green. I didn't bring my notes with me. But it's one of those one-off records that happened a lot in that period, one-off singles. Um, and you don't really hear a lot from women rocking that hard with that much sass. Uh, I think it was from um, either, either Georgia or Alabama is where she was out of. Uh, and I don't remember the record label, but her and people like, um, well, I'm going to forget. There were a couple on the Sun Records label that put out a few stellar rock and singles. Uh, but I absolutely love that track. I found it about, uh, I would think probably about a year ago now. And it stuck with me ever since. Just killer. After that, of course, was the king of rock and roll, Elvis with Method Blues. Followed by Elvis again with Bossa Nova Baby. Those two songs, not number one singles. But I prefer them to a lot of the number one singles, I have to say. Especially Mesa Blues, a real slow burn on that one. Um, yeah, the sing, the number one singles, out of the, I like Heartbreak Hotel is fantastic. Of course, Jailhouse Rock. There's a few that really stand out, but they all kind of sound like uh, Teddy Bear. And, um, well, you know, they start to sound... Similar after a while, because you make one hit, you want to repeat the success, so you make it sound similar. But yeah, Mesa Blues, Bossa Nova, baby. Great. Then at the end, the goodies with sophisticated boom, boom. Uh, goodies, nobody really knows about them anymore, but they were part of the Brill Building factory machine, uh, along with the Shirelles and the Crystals, the Shangri-Las, the... Uh, Ronettes, the Chiffons, all those girl groups and all those great songwriting teams. I am going to get this wrong, but I think it was Cynthia Whale and Barry Mann who wrote that track. Um, and I think that was probably around 63, I want to say. I did a whole show about the Brill Building on Soundways TV, uh, which, soundwaystv.com, you can go there and find that show and listen to it. It's great. Um, anyway, let's continue on. This next song is another favorite of mine from uh, some iconic acts that doesn't get play. I don't think it was released as a single. It certainly wasn't a hit. And it's another kind of slow burn. And uh, it's Diana Ross and the Supremes with The Temptations, but really it's 
Diana Ross and the Temptations. I don't hear much of the other Supremes on this track, but it's fantastic, and it's from that album they did together in the mid to late 60s that I can't remember the title of, but the title of this song is Try It Baby. So here is Diana Ross and the Supremes with the Temptations on Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity. Nobody loves you 
That was the main ingredient. Everybody plays the fool. I believe the early 90s. That was uh, covered by Aaron Neville and made into a hit a second time. Uh, great tune, that one. Before that, Etta James with Fire. And before Etta James from, I think, 1972. Joy Love Joy with In Orbit. I absolutely adore that song. Uh, that was a late discovery for me. <laughs> well, I discovered all this music late, quite frankly. Uh, that's a story I can get to in a moment. But before Joy, Barbara Aikland, some serious northern soul just ain't no love. Another song of hers I really like is... Um, well, now I'm drawing a blank on it, but... Uh, but at the top, Diana Ross and the Supremes with The Temptations and Try It Baby from their joint album. Uh, fun side note about that is that's one of the few times uh, in my research I've seen the female act or singer listed first. Usually it's Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell. Um, yeah, the man's usually listed first on duets. Uh, the other one I can think of off the top of my head is Islands in the Stream, where it's Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, but it doesn't usually happen that way, so I've, that just goes to show how big the Supremes were at the time. Yeah, the 60s, great uh, period for pop music, especially a lot of um, groups that you don't hear about anymore that released some great singles, uh, and one of them is this next one coming up, and... Again, I don't remember the date of this, but it sounds peak mid-60s. Uh, here we go with the Vogues, and you're the one on Pop-Off, the sound of the swinging 60s.
It's all around. 